Welcome back to another episode of Underdog Sports NFL Podcast, Gridiron Mayhem. Um, I am Captain Kirk and Hashtag Sixburg, your Steelers and Vikings admin. I am joined by, um, last week he was a guest, this week he is officially a co-host. Um, we added him, it flowed well enough last week that we decided to add him as one of our now three co-hosts. He is our resident Saints and Titans admin. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hashtag Kingly and hashtag three one riffs. And we are both joined by our Bills admin. Um, he is one and one thanks to my Steelers. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I am hashtag circle the wagons. Uh, my name is Josh Wilson. Uh, go Bills. And then our guest this week, um, by way of admin of the week, or were you admin of the week or post of the week? Post of the week. Post of the week. By way of post of the week in our underdog page is public enemy number one here in Steelersville. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Who day? Hi, Christy. <laughs> uh, hashtag welcome to the jungle and commissioner of the NFL page. And if you couldn't tell, um, she is our resident Bengals admin. This week, we're going to kick it off with another primetime pick em. We uh, are recording right before kickoff here. On the Thursday night game, again, um, got to stick with tradition here. So we're going to start off with a Thursday night game, Panthers versus Texans. I will lead this off. I got to go, Panthers. Oh, before we start this, um, let's go through our standings. Our guest slot is number two overall at one and two. Um, Dez is number three in all, uh, three overall at one and two. Josh is also one and two, sitting at fourth overall. I am two and one. My only loss was the Chiefs last week. Um, and... So, therefore, I am leading the standings. But we're going to go ahead and start off with that Thursday night football game. Panthers versus, Tex versus Texans. i got to take the easy pick here. Tyrod Taylor's out. The Panthers' defense is rolling. i got to go Panthers big. Dez, who do you have? The smart person in me thinks Panthers. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, as history shows, whoever Houston's quarterback is now is about to be an MVP candidate. Because every time Tyrod Taylor goes down, his backup's great. <laughs> I hate both teams, but I got to say, I'm going to stick with the Panthers, but it's going to be a close game. All right. Josh, we're going to go ahead and head over to you. Who's your pick for this one? Uh, the Panthers in the landslide. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything can go right for the Texans. Uh when their head coach can't even figure out whether or not he should accept or decline a penalty. <laughs> um, that's just bad news. I mean, Hey, Hey, it's better than their head coach, not knowing whether or not he should accept or decline a trade. So, I mean, they are making taking steps forward, but <laughs> it's not getting much better very quickly. And we'll go ahead and finish with Christy. Who do you have this week? Same thing, Carolina landslide. I was thinking the same thing. You got a rookie QB and a, and a coach that doesn't know what to do with a penalty. Um, I'm interested to watch this one, though, because I was glad when Cam left. So because I want to be a Panthers fan besides my Bengals, but we'll see what happens. All righty. We're going to head over to Sunday Night Football. Christy, we're going to start with you. We've got Packers versus Niners. Who do you have? 49ers. <laughs> I think that Rodgers is just a huge disruption right now. That locker room is a train wreck. They don't trust him. I just, I don't see how they go into San Fran and pull off a win. I just don't. Yeah, it's gonna I don't be see it either. I still see 49ers winning that one. Yeah. All right. I'll go next on that one. I, I've got to go Niners. Um, we'll discuss it a little later in my segment, previously known as overreactions. Um, we'll get into that in a second. But I, I got to go Niners. Um the Packers are a dumpster fire right now, just all around as an organization, much like the rest of the NFC North. Um, but I just, there's a lot of question marks in that organization. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be the quarterback? Sorry, excuse me. The quarterback in Green Bay come week eight. Um, is it the Jordan Love era right around the corner here? That defense has a lot of question marks. Really the only bright spot on that entire offense right now is Aaron Jones, and he struggles against for the 49ers defense historically. So I've got to go Niners big time on Sunday Night Football. Dez, who do you have? I'm going to say, keep with the trend. 
Niners, I'm not going to pick the Packers in a game all season, if we're going to be honest. Like, they look good because they played Detroit last week. It's big whoop. I'm sure <laughs> a good enough high school team would look good enough against Detroit. <laughs> How yeah. Detroit. I mean. Uh, hashtag 0-17. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're the first ones to go 0-16, and we'll be the first ones to go 0-17. It's, yeah, it's going to be an embarrassing season um, for the Lions, but it's going to be even worse for the Packers, I feel. Yeah, because so, the, the Packers are used to some sort of success. Now, I think the Niners run it up on them. I still think that Ayuk doesn't get utilized, and he's and he's going to cost me a fantasy again. And oh, absolutely. I'm going to hate Kyle Shanahan even more. And... <laughs> <laughs> how, how can you like him? I, uh... I I hate Kyle Shanahan because he's the reason Kirk Cousins exists. Um, yes, he is. <laughs> he is the there. reason anybody thought Kirk Cousins could be good. And... <laughs> Therefore, I hate Kyle Shanahan, and as much as I want to pick against him in that game, I gotta still go pa- or go Niners. Um, Josh, are we gonna go eight for eight to start this off? Who do you have? I've got the Niners. Uh, too many question marks in Green Bay. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is gonna be there much longer. Uh, I agree with Dez. He looked good last week because it was the Lions, and I mean, you. I don't think even he wanted to leave Green Bay on that note, you know, if he would have lost big to Detroit. So uh, I think they're going to lay the goose egg against the Niners, and this will be one of his last games in Green Bay. Before we go on to the Monday Night Football game, I do want to put out a scenario out there. What if this is Rodgers' audition to play or to be traded to San Fran? What if this Ooh. is no. that chance? Why would they because draft the, Trey the Lance Niners at number three? No, but here's the deal: the Packers are in are in the market for a quarterback if Rodgers leaves. Right? You send over Trey Lance, you get Aaron Rodgers, and you get Aaron Jones. And he's I, from Northern California, isn't he? Yeah, I remember, he is. I remember he's, him playing for Cal. Before we get to the Eagles Cowboys game, I just want to touch on this for a second. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this game is in San Fran? Yes. Yeah. So the, I personally believe this is an audition. And I, if if the Niners lose, come Wednesday, Aaron Rodgers will be a 49er. Um, that, that's just my take on this. That's my theory. It, it's probably assume, wild enough to be part of my overreaction. But it, it, ha- it didn't make the list this week. So, all right, Josh, you finished up the Packers-Niners. Let's go ahead and hear your Eagles-Cowboys take. Okay, so I'm hoping the Eagles win this because I can't stand the Cowboys. <laughs> but I think I think the Cowboys are going to take this one uh, between Dak and, oh, the receiver, Cooper. I think... I think that the Cowboys have too much on offense. I think Zeke's going to have a big game. It hurts me to say the Cowboys, but I think they win. (laughs) All right, Christy, who do you have in this game? Cowgirls. (laughs) I don't even, I I don't like the Eagles, but Amari Cooper has been really on fire, and I like CeeDee Lamb. And if he played for somebody else, I could love him because even though my husband's a huge Cowgirls fan, I just can't get behind the Cowboys. They think they're going to win, but won't ever be a fan. Yeah. Don't worry, um, other fans get behind I, him enough. I'm going to go ahead and go next. Um, Steel City, I can't pick, I cannot pick the Philadelphia Eagles at any point. It's against the rules, right? Every ounce of me wants to say Cowboys. Every ounce of me, because I know that's, I have a feeling that's where Des is going to go. And if I pick the common trend here and we all just go 12 for 12, I stay number one in the pick em standings no matter what happens. I got to go Eagles. Um, I've watched Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts is my starter on one of my fantasy leagues. Um, he's balled out. I mean, he struggled a little bit against the Niners, but a lot of that was defense letting him down and just a lot of drops. I mean, he made some beautiful throws, some beautiful decisions. Jalen Hurts is the man in Philadelphia, and I really don't – I don't think the run game is going to hold up against a 
decently solid Eagles defensive front seven. Um, I got to go Eagles. I say a field goal wins it late in the fourth. Eagles in this one. Des, who do you got? This is a toss-up for me. Like The Cowboys, since they, they've proven that they can compete with a good team, but the, the Eagles, also, their offense looks revamped this year. They look, I'm not going to say they look good, but they don't look bad. I think, I think Hertz is gonna be able to air out the ball over um, against Dallas. Ultimately, I think uh, I think CD Lamb has a little bit too good of a game than he should, and I think that the Cowboys take it. Yeah, I'm okay with CD Lamb having a good game though because he's in two of my fantasy, so <laughs> some points maybe. <laughs> I'm okay with that, uh, and I have work sitting because I don't. I just I can't. Oh. I also got Kyler Murray in two of them, too, so it's going to be really hard for me to put Jalen in over Kyler. Yeah, yeah. I've got Kyler in one. I'm in two leagues right now, two big leagues, and that are that could potentially earn me money. And I've got Kyler starting in one of them, and I've got Hurts starting in the other. So I'm just kind of hoping for big games out of both of them, um, which is we'll, – we'll, t- we'll touch on Kyler Murray here in a second, the bittersweet week he had for me. Um <laughs> but let's let's get into the weekend review. Um, not as wild as week one, but still a wild kind of bizarre week. Um, some big comebacks, some comebacks that fell short. The first comeback we're going to talk about that fell just short is we're going to go to Christy. Let's talk oh. Bengals Bears. Man, that was just a heartbreaker. I was driving listening to that and couldn't believe it. It's like, come on, we just got to figure out this defense. And I think that with some more time. He'll figure it out, but their defense isn't that good, and it made him look stupid. Those interceptions, I was I was crying. I'm driving my FedEx truck down the road, literally crying, listening to him throw another interception. Yeah. Joe Burrow <laughs> kind of concerned me this week. Um, yes. But not – I don't know. Like, Because I, I was watching this. Like, you were listening to them. I was watching them. I don't know if it was Bur- Burrow's fault. Like a lot, or a couple of those interceptions just looked like because there were two in the fourth, weren't there? Or was yeah. it just one and fourth, two in the second half? Both know. were in the two, fourth. Two. Yep. I thought they were on three straight passes. He threw. I think it was four interceptions. At least two were in the fourth, and at least two of them were back to back because they ended up yeah. scoring again, making it stupid close. And and that whole entire time, I'm thinking there you got ten minutes left. You need two scores, and we're gonna throw back to back interceptions. Yeah, the two back to back interceptions. One of them was the first one was blatantly, or no, the second one was blatantly like Burrow missed a read. He thought somebody was gonna be there and wasn't. It was a uh, a young miss. I would. I want to say rookie mistake because he missed the the back half of his rookie year, and so he's still going to make those mistakes in fast paced regular season games. It, it is just what it is. Bengals fans are going to have to kind of get uh, accept that for the first four or five weeks here. <laughs> and we I know it's hard to do. We can survive Burrow's finishing yeah. how to play the game. He's yeah. He's, um, but that first one, the first of the back to back, the interceptions that came on back to back throws. The first one was just a really, really good defensive play. I think Burrow made the right read. Um, he, ha- The defender had a step, and I-, I just genuinely think the defender was in the right place at the right time. And so, I mean, Bur- Burrow's right there. There's no cause for concern in um, Sensi. Obviously, they picked apart the Vikings' defense like it was nothing. And How much did that hurt you to say? <laughs> uh, oh, that one. I mean, it was it was brutal. And I, I'm not going to make excuses, but eight or 17 penalties for 182 yards. Uh, come on, Vikings, get it together. Um, week one was rough, but that was part of my overreactions from week one. We're not going to get into that. Bengals Bears, what a game. Des, what's your take on Bengals Bears? I didn't watch a whole lot of football Sunday. I was celebrating the 21st, so. <laughs> That's right. Josh, we'll go to you with your take. quick take on Bengals Bears. Oh, I thought that the Bengals would win that game. I mean, it's the Bears, but... <laughs> You're just breaking Christie's heart over here. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's the Bears. They haven't looked that good either, and yeah. All right, but, Des, you said you didn't... Oh, you did you have more, Josh? Oh, no. Okay. 
Des, you said you didn't watch a whole lot of football, but I'm sure you paid attention to uh, two very important games to you. Let's first talk, before we get to the fun one for you, let's talk about <sighs> the painful one for you. Saints-Panthers, what happened? Drew Brees retired. <laughs> <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> Jameis Winston's still Jameis Winston. He just happened to play the Packers, I guess. I don't know what what Jameis Winston did to have a great game against the Packers and full every first, like every fan in New Orleans. But as a whole, it's not been a good week for New Orleans. I mean, we got embarrassed by the Pussycats over in Charlotte and then the stadium caught on fire earlier in the week. It's It's been a rough month for New Orleans. I think the one bright spot was obliterating the Packers. But other than that, it's been a rough month. Yeah, it has. I mean, it's going to be a rough season. I wasn't expecting much out of the season. Granted, week one gave me some hope, thinking, all right, we're still going to be a playoff team. But it's a rebuild, something that we've not seen in a hot minute in New Orleans. But, oh, well. Uh I don't think on. we're that far off. I think the Panthers' defense is just that good. No, uh, let's I, think talk- we're, I think we're off on offense and freaking salary cap hell. It's going to be a minute before we, we're back to competing. Yeah, but you're also in a division where the best quarterback is going to retire in the next couple of years. So that division is going to be about to be a dumpster fire real quick. I don't know, man. I think Matt Ryan has a few more years left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk the fun game for you. Um, a game I'm sure you paid attention to at least I the did, second yeah. half. Um, yeah, well, let's, I, let's, talk, let's talk Titans-Seahawks. That game, like, first half pissed me off. I turned it off. I was like, you know what, screw it. I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go get me um, a, whiskey, or a bottle of whiskey. I'm going to go eat me a steak. That's exactly what I did. And then I get a notification. Um same from my fantasy, I've seen Derek Henry had scored on a, you know, on a 60-yard run. I was like, all right, cool, we're getting back into it. Uh, I turned back on, and man, was it a hell of a finish. Even if the refs tried to take away eight points from us. <laughs> the refs tried as hard as they could to make this t- give the Seahawks that win, and they just could not. What a game. All right, I'm going to get into two very painful games for me this week. Um... Steelers Raiders, I'm just going to touch on this. Uh, I would like to point out that I said last week I'm high on the Raiders. I think the Raiders are legit, and they proved it Sunday. Um, (laughs) Derek Carr showed up to play, and there's cause for alarm in Pittsburgh. That defense, I will touch on it more. I'll go more in-depth. It's incredibly shallow. There's not a whole lot of depth there, and that concerns me. Um, When you have five of your – Five of your – What? It's a tale of two weeks from a top five defense all time. When when they're healthy, I, I did say if the defense stays healthy, they'll be a top five defense. I did say that. We can go back and look at I will find the sound bite and I'll put it up right here in the next like three seconds. Um But we were missing five of our five star caliber, like all pro caliber defensive players, and that hurt, especially when TJ went down second half. Christy, uh hate to break it to you, he will be there Sunday. Um, yeah, I already looked. But, but to help you feel a little better after that, so will Big Ben. So I, I feel like they kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> well, I'm ready for him to retire too. That offense is struggling. Um, we're going into a city where, or we're going into a game where the other team's offense struggled. So that doesn't give me too much qualms. I think our defense will win this game for us going into. Um, Cincinnati, but we'll touch on that later. Christy and I can get into a fight over that in a, in a minute. Now let's go to Vikings Cardinals. Blair Walsh 2.0. Blair Walsh 2.0. I I was so we had just my fiance and I were doing a photo shoot and we had just finished picking up packing up my truck and I said, "Can we sit here? There's like five minutes left in this game." The Vikings were mounting their comeback, like their final drive. They were moving downfield. I was like, the Vikings might win this, right? We get to the 27, 41 seconds left. 41 seconds left when KJ Osborne was touched down. 41 seconds when he was down. And we let the clock run down to two, knowing that our kickers have always historically sucked. And we missed a kick. And I literally turned off my phone, put it in the cup holder, and just stared through my windshield. Like, I was like, that was the most painful moment as a Vikings fan, 
second only to the wild card round against the Seahawks in 2014, 2015. Um, whatever year the Seahawks eventually went on to win the the Super Bowl. So that was rough. Um, yeah, Vikings Cardinals broke my heart. Like it ripped my heart out. Um, but Kyler Murray won me my fantasy matchup against Christy. So, um, yeah, shush. Go Kyler. Uh, Josh, Kyler Murray's like an MVP candidate this season. Josh, before we get to your game of the week, go ahead and touch on Bills Dolphins. Okay, so Bills won big, thirty-five nothing. That was really a tale of two halves. I believe uh, that when I got home. I would just like to point out that the Josh's game of the week last week was Bills Dolphins, and that is why I put Josh last in standings <laughs> for Pick'em, because Josh could not have been more wrong when, he came, when it came to game of the week. I'm sure it felt like the game of the week for him watching it as a Bills fan. But wow. No, I mean, I picked it because I thought that it would be a close game, and I was very happy about it, but... I could imagine. I, the offense didn't look good in the first half. I So the defense looked great the entire game. They had two sacks on the first three plays. And then other than that, though, the offense had two big plays in the first half. I mean, Jacoby Brissett looked better than Josh Allen in that first half. Uh, the Bills were lucky to be up 14 nothing at the half. But, I mean, they ultimately played the Dolphins, and in the second half, uh, Josh Allen started to look like an MVP candidate. And so, overall, it was a good game, but I would have could have been happier with the first half. It was a interesting game, to say the least. That being said, that was last week's game of the week for you, and of course the game that had the most intrigue for you being with you being a Bills fan. Let's go ahead and get into your game of the week. Who do you got this week? Okay, so my game of the week this week is Bucks rams uh, I think that that could have big implications in the NFC playoff picture. Uh I think that the Rams could pull off the upset. Um, or I guess I'm not even sure you could really call it an upset other than the Bucks. They've got to be favored in most of their games. Um, I don't but, know how you bring 22 starters back and not be favored in the majority. Because of they're yeah. still a retirement home. They just got older. <laughs> oh, come on now. Jeremy, Jeremy had a stat the other day that Brady has thrown more touchdowns in his 40s than he did in his 20s. That's insane. I, I, I mean, Del Brady did say the defense has also gotten softer and has given the quarterbacks more time to throw. Agreed, so. but still, how he had seven years in his 20s and he's played five in his 40s and yeah. had more <laughs> touchdowns in his 40s than in his 20s. That's uh. I'm not a Brady fan. Let's just throw that out there. And that's one of the things that we fight about in this house. But come on. You, you, can't, greatness. Can't, you, you cannot yeah. doubt he is. I, I hate Brady. I respect the hell out of him. All right, Josh, you got a couple more thoughts on this game? Yeah. So just I could see it uh, being a big game in the playoff implications. Uh, the Bucks have a pretty easy schedule going forward. Uh, highlighted by a Week 15 game against the Vikings. Uh, had to throw that out there. The Rams have a tougher schedule, but not too much tougher, uh, mostly because they have the Seahawks and the Niners on their schedule twice. So I think that'll be a that's one I'm looking forward to watching this weekend is uh, Rams Bucks. Now that we've talked about the game of the week, let's take a quick break for a message from Underdog Sports NFL Edition. Are you a fan of the NFL who loves to trash talk your opponents? Are you over the age of 18? 
Do you know how to make memes? Would you like to join an ever-growing family of passionate NFL fans who trash talk each other and rep their teams through memes? Find us on Facebook at Underdog Sports NFL Edition and shoot us a message. We'd love to have you join us. All right, so now that we've gotten through that, let's go into what was formerly known as weekly overreactions with Dante. We are changing this a little bit. So I've decided that it's going to be only negatives from the NFL. And I'm going to call it Dante's Danger Zone. Each week, I will have a a cautionary tale, a sound the alarms, and a it's time to evacuate from the week before. Let's go into this. So my cautionary tale, the NFC North will be the worst division in the NFL. The reason it's a cautionary tale, it's the lowest on the scale, it's a possibility. The NFC East still does exist. The um, Washington football team and the New York Giants played a much closer game than they should have last Thursday. Uh, I think there's reason for doubt and worry on both of those squads. Um, the NFC East does still exist, but the NFC North is close behind and could potentially take that title as worst division in the NFL. Let's go into my sound the alarms. The Steelers' defense is alarmingly shallow. I mean, come on. We, yeah, we were down five guys, but last year we were down five guys like week four, and we won seven consecutive games after we lost those five guys. We lost against a Raiders team that has yet to prove anything. Yeah, they beat a beat-up Ravens team, and then this week they beat, up, beat a beat-up Steelers team. They haven't proven a whole lot. That Steelers' defense is alarmingly shallow. And... Time for a time to evacuate. Twenty plus years, twenty plus, my entire life, kickers have decided games for the Vikings, and it has never been good, not once. My entire time as a fan of the Vikings, and long before that, like decades before I became a fan of the Vikings in '09, I was like eight, nine. I, I was nine. I was about to turn ten or eleven. Maybe I was ten. I was about to turn eleven. I was in fourth grade, just started to understand what football was about. I had been brainwashed by my father into being a Raiders fan prior to that. And then I chose the only team in the NFL possibly worse than the Raiders. Um, and ever since, as long as I've known, and even farther before that, the kickers have killed the Vikings. There's a kicker curse in Minnesota, and it is time to just heave up a long ball on the last play of the game, because you have a better chance of hitting that than you do a Vikings kicker hitting a field goal. It's Ooh. time to evacuate. Anybody got any thoughts on my alarm system here? The NFC North may not be the worst. The AFC South exists because the Colts <laughs> are garbage. Yeah. The Jags are still the Jags, and so are, so Houston is still Houston. The only team in there without being is by without being biased is the Titans. They're the only team that looks good, and even then they're questionable because we don't have an offensive line still. I, I, uh, there's not a whole lot of room to look up if you're a Colts fan because Carson Wentz is still made out of glass. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor's not looked as good as he did last season. Maybe it's a sophomore slump, whatever. And their defense isn't as scary as everyone thought. And then the rest, we know how the Jags and Texans are. There's nothing to be hopeful if you're a fan of either of those teams. <laughs> uh, anybody else have any thoughts? No. Oh, I agree with Dez on the AFC South, but the NFC North is definitely in the running. For that, the Steelers' defense, I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. Two weeks in is way too early, especially when they've had a great game and they had a bad game. Fair enough. Kicker curse, I... That one just speaks for itself. My, my <laughs> condolences. Yeah. Um, being a Vikings fan is hard. <laughs> really try being a Bungles fan. I mean, come on. You guys have reason for hope. Your quarterback isn't a 32-year-old bum who may or may not ever be good again. I mean, through week... His rookie year. Uh, and. I'm not even real sure what else to say. Yeah, and still I mean, beat the Vikings. And still beat the Vikings the next year. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Okay. Kirk Cousins. Let, let me just. Week one. Kirk Cousins average depth of target. 
meaning the people he threw to, was 7.3. Joe Burrow, playing on a destroyed knee, his average depth of target, 7.4. This man was scrambling. Like, was, was, our offensive line had uh, the time to release was like 3-point-something for Kirk Cousins, and it was 2.3 for Joe Burrow. It was awful. Our offensive line was holding better for Kirk, and he was still hitting the check down every time. Joe Burrow was hitting the check down because he had no other option. Kirk Cousins is garbage. I I wanted to defend him going into week one. I really did. I thought maybe this is the year he figures it out. And the man, like arguably top five arm in the league, because he can throw the deep ball. Like that is the one thing Kirk Cousins can do well is throw the deep ball. And he just won't. So we've got problems there. I remember being disappointed that he signed with the Vikings over the Bills. Boy, dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah, Yeah, back in the era where everybody thought Josh Allen was going to be a bust and it was going to be a mess, and it was just, and then Kirk Cousins came to Minnesota and Josh Allen now looks like no, that was before we even drafted Allen. That was, you're right. That that was was right before. before. I mean, we still had Tyrod Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yikes. (laughs) It's painful to be a Vikings fan. Uh, let's go to this week in history, Des. Big momentous, uh, event. Let's hear about it. Yeah. So, uh, actually this day, uh, September 23rd, 2001, when the legendary Drew Bledsoe went down in a 10 to 3 loss to the New York Jets and this little kid out of Michigan appeared, Mr. Tom Brady. Went 5 of 10, 43 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. And the rest is history. And thus, the greatest of all time yeah. was born. A sixth round pick out of Michigan? Yeah. Six or seven? Yeah. Late round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who. It was crazy because I was looking at make sure all my stats are separate, right? That prior, the March prior to this injury, March 2001, Drew Bledsoe actually signed a then record-breaking 10-year, $103 million deal with the Patriots. That's crazy. First of all, it's crazy how much the money in the NFL has changed. 10 years, $103 oh, yeah. million. Like, that wouldn't even sign... Uh, you couldn't sign... Kelsey. You can't sign Travis Kelsey with it. Yeah. And he's a tight end. You couldn't sign Sean Mannion to a 10-year, $103 million contract. $103 million went a lot farther back in 2001. Yeah, but it's just bizarre how much the money has changed at the time that Tom Brady has been in the league. And yet he's making, what, $18 million a year now? Like He's yeah, barely he's like, making more than he was <laughs> than Brett Bledsoe was then. That's, dude, that's the key, though. Like, too. He said that he would take less money so that they can have people around him. I mean, how exactly. is he going to get someone like Gronk down there? I can't believe he got Gronk to come out of retirement. I love Gronkowski. <laughs> that was just like, what? If he had gone to Miami, it would have made sense. But he oh, went dude. to Tampa and convinced Gronk to come. Like, I mean, <laughs> wow. I just, crazy. Absolutely insane. 20 years ago. All right. Let's move into our third, or our, not a third. It's like it's our final um, segment for the day. Let's preview week three. We'll start with Dez with Titans-Colts. He'll follow that up with Saints-Patriots. Then we'll go to Josh with Bills and Washington football team, followed by Christy and I debating and arguing over Bengals-Steelers. And I'll finish that up with Vikings and Seahawks. Let's go ahead and hear about Titans-Colts. Dez, what do you got? Uh, it's going to be a blowout and. Are we home or are we? I think, I think we're in Tennessee or Nashville this week. Either way, it doesn't matter. Not, or Nissan Stadium, that shithole Lucas Oil Stadium, don't matter. Titans win big. I mean, like I said earlier, the the Colts defense hasn't looked like it was supposed to the season. Their offensive lines looked mediocre. Carson Wentz is made out of glass. And I'm pretty sure he's, he, he sprained both of his ankles, so we have a mediocre Jacob Eason going to face the Titans, even with us having a bad defense. Colts don't stop Henry. They sure as hell don't stop Julio. He gets his touchdown, regardless of what the refs have to say with it this week. Uh, it's gonna. I think Titans win. I, I want to go ahead and put 35 to, uh, to 10. 
it's not going to be fun if you're a Colts fan. It's going to be really fun if you're a Titans fan. All right, let's hear Saints Patriots. I have no clue, man. I don't know what Jameis Winston we're going to see. I was going to say, you got Jekyll Hyde over there. What are you going to get this week? Yeah. Are the you going to get – So oh, concerns me, but Mac Jones is – he's a rookie. He's not mobile. Like, I think I, – I think this – I think Cam Akers – or not Cam Akers. Wow. Uh, Cam Jordan is going to have himself a good game. I think it's, it's definitely going to be a defensive battle if Jameis Winston – Plays like he did in Tampa. But I, I don't know. This one's up in the air. I don't know what the spread is. It, it could honestly go down to a field goal with either team. That's all i got to say about the Saints. It's, it's going to be a rough year. Thank God for bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for bourbon and the fact that you just turned 21. <laughs> right. I think I'm moving to freaking Denver and I can smoke weed. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Right. All right. Josh, let's hear Bill's Washington football team. That just feels painful to say. Like, it really does. Washington football team. <laughs> they need to pick a team name now. Yes, they yeah. do. I like Armada. They can, they can go with the Armadas. I'm mad that they didn't go Red Wolves. Like, that would have been perfect. The scheming, the everything would have been amazing. I, I may have changed teams. I may have changed team fandoms if it would have gone Red Wolves. That would have been beautiful. <laughs> But no, they screwed us all over. Um, let's hear your take, Josh. All right. Buffalo wins big. Uh, Josh Allen started looking better in that second half against the Dolphins. I think he's going to continue to return to form last year. Um, I think that that Bill's offense is going to come to life even more against the Washington defense. And I think the Bills' defense is going to have another big game against uh, Heineke in the Washington offense. Bills win big. I could see it. Um, over, under, 56 points scored in that game. Oof. I'm going to say over. Under. I, I gotta take I, the under on that, but not by a lot. I mean, uh, that includes that means the Redskins are gonna actually score. Football team, my bad. They're gonna actually score. I'd say the Bills put up 35, and the Washington football team puts up like 14, anywhere from 14 to 21. So I, I could see how we get to the 56, but right. I'd say 14 probably, and they finish with 49. And I, I gotta take the under, but not by a lot. Um, all right, Christy, let's do this thing. We've got Bengals Steelers this week. It is, it is as, as they say in the, um, in Steelers nation, it is Bengals week. What a fun time of year. Um, what for two absolutely struggling offenses as of late. Um, what do you got Christy? Yeah. My heart wants to cheer for the Bengals and say they're going to pull this out. But, man, they just – they can't protect him long enough to throw the ball to do anything. And you've got Boyd and Chase, and get the ball to him. You're the one I'm going to catch it. You just can't get enough protection to throw the ball. If the yeah. Steelers comes out looking like they did this last week, hey, we stand a chance, and I think it's going to be close. I'd love to see him pull it out. It's just going to be a matter of what your defense does. Yeah, and that's where I'm going to go with this. If we get the 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 Steelers defense from the Bills game, where we ru- we rushed more than four twice all game. We blitzed twice all game against the Bills. And we got damn near double-digit sacks, um, a couple strip sacks. It, it was a great game for that front four. And if we get that against the Bengals, we're going to hit Burrow almost every play. Yep. If, we get, if we get Raiders week, Steelers defense... It's going to be a shootout, and I don't like shootouts. I really don't. I don't trust this offense to win a shootout. I think with the state of the Bengals' defense, this Steelers' offense can win a shootout or can compete in a shootout, but I don't trust Ben to get that last-minute touchdown anymore. He's old. Ben's He's hard to bring down, but 
he just he's got young, inexperienced guys around him, and that's a problem for him. Um, I'm gonna bring in Haskins. It, it is. I, I think I was kind of I was I had my fingers crossed that the Ben injury was worse than just a strained peck and that he wasn't gonna be healthy. He practiced fully today. He looks like he's good to go for Sunday. I can't wait for the Dwayne Haskins era in Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know. I I know for – is it you or Jeremy that's the Michigan fan, Christy? Yeah. So that's for Jeremy, the, having to watch Bengals games, I'm sure, because I'm sure you watch the Bengals games as well, uh, I feel like the Dwayne Haskins era in Pittsburgh can hold off for a little bit longer for Jeremy because I'm sure he's tired of watching Haskins run all over his teams um, and the teams that he's rooting for. But I, I'm I'm excited for the Haskins era, I think. He is the next man up in Pittsburgh, but right now it's Ben's team. And I say Steelers by three. I got Christy's favorite team right here. <laughs> oh, dear right. God. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not. And, and both of the girls. Okay, so we'll, we'll back up. Jeremy's from Michigan, but he went to Purdue and I went to IU. And uh, both of our girls are going to break my heart and go to Purdue. And I don't know how I'm going to recover. I, I, it's a good school. It's a, it's a nice area in West Lafayette. You know, yeah, it is gorgeous. But I, I'm sorry, I use campuses better. But for what my girls want to do, the yeah, Purdue is where they need to go. And That's rough. Engineering majors. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. All I mean, right. like, the goat, the goat went there. So. All right. Did you give your your <laughs> uh? And, and that was hard for me too. I love Drew Brees, and admitting that I love Drew Brees, knowing that he went to Purdue, is like just heartbreaking. He's just a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He still really is, and he's even better now that he actually has hair. Um, yeah. <laughs> not that anybody knows who he is anymore. I mean, you, you see him on. <laughs> his hairline deserves an MVP. I mean, at least comeback player of the year. <laughs> No, you didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Christy, who do you have winning Bengals Steelers? I'm going to have to go with my heart and say the Bengals. But again, I'm thinking the same thing. It's only going to be by one point, and it's going to come down to who has the ball at the end of the game. Absolutely. I have to agree with that. Let's wrap this show up with Viking Seahawks. Last year, the Seahawks came, or the Vikings went to Seattle on. Was it Sunday night football, I believe? And for some unknown reason, instead of kicking the field goal, we decided to go for it on fourth down, and we ended up losing the game. Fourth and four, and we didn't kick the field goal. I mean... Because you just completed your field goal Why? Well, yeah, but I mean, fourth and four against that... uh, I'm just never happy. Um, Kicker, you're gonna go for it every time, and but, we've already. But as, as Dalvin Cook so fondly put today in his, uh, or not today, yesterday, in his post-practice presser, he said, um, he a reporter asked him what he thought about the Seattle game. He's like, "Where's it at?" He knew where it was at, right? Like obviously, but he was just he was messing around. And they said it's in Minnesota. He's like, "Really? I thought we signed a contract that we had to go out there every year for some reason." Um, I think like the last six meetings with the Seahawks have been in Seattle. It's been ridiculous. Um, and Dalvin Cook was apparently tired of going to Seattle. Apparently, it's a boring city. But um, the refs are garbage. Yeah, Seattle is. The Seahawks are coming to Minneapolis. Um, they get to play in, a, in front of a very loud U.S. Bank Stadium for the first time in ages. Um, it's been over two or over a year um, we're coming up on two years since obviously the last home game for the Vikings in front of fans um it's going to be a raucous um stadium it's going to be the crowd is going to be game changing Seahawks by 21 um, <laughs> it's not even <laughs> so gonna be 35 close. Wow, it's, it's not even going to be close um Dalvin Cook will go for about 130 yards and our defense will blow it I, I just um, I, I don't think it'll be a 21-point game. I think the Seahawks win by anywhere from 5 to 10 points um, in that range. I, I just I, I don't think this Vikings team has it. It's time to sound the alarm. Wait, you're both, both of your losses have came off of kicks. One, of, no, one made, one, no. one missed. One was, a, one was a fumble. 
One was a fumble from Dalvin Cook in overtime against the Bengals that wasn't actually a fumble. <laughs> so <laughs> Not that we would have won it anyways because our kicker would have missed the field goal and Christy Steele would have gotten a second chance. Y'all very easily could be 2-0 and right now. We could be, but You're I not. don't like the way... Um, then again, Derek Henry showed us the game plan to beat the Seahawks. So like, if Dalvin, yeah, but you also have you also have a an elite running back like the Titans do. Okay, we have a top three running back, but go no, on. You don't. <laughs> you know, you don't have a top three statistically, runner. statistically, he's the third best running back behind, ironically enough, Joe Mixon and Derek Henry. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure Lamar has more rushing yards than he does. He's not a running back. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so they can each other more. He doesn't. He doesn't have more running. More backs. running back than a quarterback. Fair enough. Um, I think, I think the Seahawks lose or Seahawks win. Um, Vikings will be zero and three, well on to the way to their one and five start to fire Zimmer by the um, bye week in week seven. I'm standing by that. That will happen. Mike Zimmer will not be our coach come week eight. And if right, he I'll is, draw. if he is, Sorry. I will. I will. Shave your head. Praise Mike Zimmer live on this show. <laughs> and do it on the show. I will not shave my head. My fiance <laughs> will probably not talk to me for a good long time if I shave my head. <laughs> she just agreed with me over here. Um, is that a bad wait. thing? Des? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, maybe. Des is really trying to get me in trouble over here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if somebody told me how to. If somebody told me how to get my wife to stop talking for a while, I might, you know. <laughs> somebody wow. keep this podcast away from Josh's wife. Josh may not <laughs> be sleeping on a real bed for the next couple months. <laughs> all right, guys, that is all the time we have for week two um, of this podcast. What a week of podcast. Let's go ahead and. One more time, run through where you can find us. We'll start with our guest. Christy, what are your tags on US NFL? Uh, hashtag welcome to the jungle. And are you, do you have a legends tag as well that they can find you at? Or And um, I decided since, you know, I've between my job and three other pages, not to use it. Wasn't fair. Soft. Do what? Soft. What did you? I want, I want every page. <laughs> oh, I'm on four of the six we've got, so you know. Well, and then four of four of the five right now, or three of the five, because one of them just got zucked. But we'll, uh, we'll get into that later. No, let's back up. Well, that's right, and yeah. it's gaining traction fast because I I created yeah. the page because Wayne couldn't get it up, and so I created it, and I'm getting all the <laughs> notifications as people are liking it, and it's like blowing up my Facebook notifications. <laughs> so we like that. But you can find Christy at hashtag Welcome to the Jungle on USNFL as well as uh, you're on MLB. I'm on NHL, MLB, and USNE. Which is NASCAR for those of you who are not oh, familiar. I thought you were on NBA as well. I'm I am in the chat in that one. They keep oh, trying okay. to convince me that I need to come in and be a Lakers fan with Dez, but you know, not, not Dez, wrong person. Not, I'm a Nets fan. Dante. Dante. I'm looking at Dez, and yeah, with Dante, Dante. That's the only thing that Dante and I agree on. We are like. Other than that, we're heavy rivals. I'm a Cubs fan. She's a Reds fan. Um, I'm a Steelers fan. She's a Bengals fan. <laughs> We're yeah. both fans of opposite Big Ten schools. Yeah. I'm Nebraska. She's Illinois or Indiana. Yeah. Um, Your Hawks. She's rough. Wings. Well, I'm a Harvick fan, so that one I don't think I'm, we're. Too I'm a Logano fan. Yeah. See, Joey. So we can we can we can agree there, but like I'm not a big fan of Harvick. So. Hey, the only reason that I tolerate Joey <laughs> is because of the other half. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, Mr. Jeremy helps you with, or uh, is a good reason as to why you're a fan there. Yep. And All right. Uh, Red Wings. Yeah. You're Red Wings? Yes. I'm a Blackhawks fan, so. Sorry. I know. Like I said, we can't agree on anything, anything at all. Except for both y'all. <laughs> all right. My counterpart, um, the man who is currently one and one because of my Steelers, Josh, where can they find you? So I am hashtag circle the wagons on the NFL page. Uh, you can also find me as the uh, hashtag Cohen somewhere and 
Vlad the Impaler on the MLB page, and hashtag the True North on the NBA page. All right. Sorry, I had to plug in my laptop. It was about to die. I forgot to plug it in before we started recording. Des, where can we find you? Everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it will be a rookie of the year. Go Dodgers. Uh, obviously, on NFL. Uh, King being three bond refs on NCAA. I'm a little bit of everything just to help the brand out. But mostly, I use Berry Picker for the uh, for the Vols, and then occasionally I'll use Munchin on Beef. Oregon State because we don't have that many <laughs> West Coast followers. <laughs> um, NHL on my peck is bigger. I need to change that because the goat retired. Uh, and then I am never on NASCAR, but I still exist. And if you ever see uh, found it on Reddit, that's where I'll be. All right, and then, um, and then I were, uh, I am your. Co-commit or your assistant commissioner, vice commissioner, um, VPO, I guess, vice president of operations over at Underdog Sports NFL Edition. Um, I am Christie's right-hand man when it comes to getting people in trouble. 90% of the time, said person is me, um, but it is what it is. I, you, I could be found at hashtag Sixburg repping the Steelers, hashtag Captain Kirk repping the Vikings, or at hashtag you got Moss representing the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game, Randy Moss. Um, and then I can be found on Underdog Sports NCAA at hashtag just goat things representing the North Carolina Tar Heels basketball team. I can be found on USMLB at hashtag fly the W representing the Cubs and over at USNBA repping the or, uh, with the hashtag AD blocker representing Anthony Davis and the LA Lakers. Um, Real quick before we go, uh, can I make a tag change suggestion for Christy? You can. Can, we, can you change it to diet who that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And there's been several go rounds about whether or not Who Dad or Who Day came first. So, um, oh. Who Day existed Louisiana came first. So. so, the Bengals were first, were they not? They were were er, first, but um, it doesn't mean they're saying it was first. Right. That's that's where their the fight comes in is who said Who Day and Who Dad well, which first. But yeah, the Vikings saying do they say day in as an actual word in Ohio, because yeah. I know for a fact they say that all the time in New in Louisiana. As a Vikings fan, I'll just settle this debate. I can't stand the Saints. Um, the Saints can't stand the Vikings. So uh, it was probably who dat or who day. Not uh, who no, you said it. It's who day. <laughs> who day. <God> <laughs> I said it too. Um, all right. We want to thank our fearless commissioner Christy for coming on the show as our guest. Um, she was a winner of Post of the Week. Post of the Week. Most of the week. So if she uh, or she may be in and out of here as a couple times throughout the season as a guest, um, just depending <laughs> on how her posts or uh, how her posts go on the NFL page. If you want to see Christy more often on this show, you can go ahead and find her again at Welcome to the Jungle. Go ahead and like her post. Give her a lot of reactions. Give her a lot of shares. Um, give her some love on the page and we'll have to bring her back. Um Next yeah. week's guest will be our resident Broncos admin. You will get to meet him next week. He was winner of Post of the Week this week, so he will be next week's guest. Um, we thank you for joining us this week, and we'll see you all next week. Have a good day.